You're listening to The Great Coaches Podcast. Hi everyone, Paul here, and just a quick message from me to let you know that if you are looking to improve the performance of your team, no matter whether it is a work, sporting, or community one, then we've developed some tools to help. On the website, you will find our Thriving Teams Diagnostic, which uses insights from the more than 200 great coaches we have interviewed to challenge you with a series of questions to help you understand how your team is performing. It's free and only takes a few minutes to complete. If you'd like to know more, you can check out our website, thegreatcoachespodcast.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Lessons from the Great Coaches podcast. I've learned that you don't do it alone. You learn so many different things from so many different coaches. That's an elite learning environment. Failure is not a problem. How you deal with it is a problem. How to be resilient. How important it is to infuse joy in the process of learning. To be a good coach, you've got to give more than you take. What an interesting life it is to be a leader. Hello and welcome to the Great Coaches Podcast, where we believe that there is no algorithm for leadership, and so we interview great sports coaches from around the world to try and find ideas to help all of us lead our families, our colleagues, and our teams better. For today's podcast, we've caught up with the Australian cricket coach, John Buchanan, to get his views after the conclusion of the third Ashes Test in England. And just before we go to the interview with John, if you enjoy listening to the podcast and you'd like to learn more, you can head over to our website, thegreatcoachespodcast.com. There you will find our insight database where we have snipped out insights from the videos of our interviews on leadership on topics like culture, communication and conflict. You can search through by keyword, sport or coach, download and share them. We'll be adding to it regularly as we interview more great coaches from around the world. And now, please enjoy our interview with John Buchanan. You're listening to the Lessons from the Great Coaches Podcast. John Buchanan, welcome back to the Great Coaches Podcast. Yes, thanks, Paul. Good to be back again. Well, it's the day after the third test. Um, we were all up late watching it. What did you take out of it? Yes, we were up late. Your eyes are far better than mine. I feel like mine have just been held up by uh, matchsticks at the moment. But, um, yes, look, it, it just continued what the series has been made out to be, just something very close, something exciting, games 
seesawing either way, who wins certain big moments, possibly puts their nose in front. Um, and at the end, I, I guess one of the one of the things I took away from that is that from England's point of view, the guys that got them across the line in the end were really in that batting innings, Brooks, um, Wokes, and then Wood. And that's a good thing from their point of view because it, it meant that they weren't relying on Root and Stokes to do all the all the hard yards, you know. So I think that's a real a real plus for them. From Australia's point of view, obviously the way Marsh came into the side, um, you know, was was just a, a huge result for, for Australia from that point of view. Um, but also I thought, you know, that there, again, various innings, heads innings and second innings, I think was very, very, very good. Um, only because he, he knows what he's going to get when he gets out there and he just gets peppered um, and, and somehow managed to survive all that and then piece together an innings, which was you know, significant in the, in the context of the game. Well, John, the big story, I think, was both teams brought in new players, and they performed. And I wanted to ask you, you know, when when you're bringing in new people in any series, I mean, of course, this is the Ashes, but it could be in any series, what do you need to get right from a leadership point of view to make sure those players coming in hit the ground running? Yes, well, I, that's, that's the object, that you want them to hit the ground running. And I, I guess part of that is hopefully you can insert them at the right time, meaning that when you look at them pre-games and, and pre when you think they're coming in, that you kind of feel that they're, they're ready to go. Uh, mentally, they're ready to go. Technically, they're ready to go. Um, and, it, and and they give that that vibe that they want to be part of the action. So, so that's important, whether you always get the luxury of that timing is another matter. Um, but also then you're coming into you know, a dressing room that's, in this case, we're into the third test match. So you're coming into a dressing room that's played two test matches already. Now, for the Australian players, they're in and around the dressing room all the time. So that's 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 helpful. But nonetheless, when you're not in the team, you, you kind of sit on the outside. So you do miss a lot of the nuances, I suppose, a lot of the little conversations, Um and you're certainly not on the field. So you're not hearing a lot of the things that are going on field. You might hear it by way of secondary discussion after a day's play or possibly overnight or, you know, at the breakfast table or wherever. But you're not part of that. You, you haven't got a real close feel for it. So the object of, of the leadership, certainly from on field, is Paddy Cummins and the senior players really trying to make sure that the new player in, you know, is just has the feel that they've been there for the whole series, that they've been there as part of the team for the whole time, that they're not a, a an afterthought, but they're really an integral part of trying to win a game. So, so that happens on the field, off the field, the dressing room and everything around it, the support of the, the individual players coming in, that's, in a sense, the responsibility, again, of senior people, but certainly a responsibility of the, the coach and the support staff just, again, to make them feel as comfortable as they can be 
so they can just go out and and you know deliver on their skills and that's obviously what marsh did you know and everybody has different personalities two different characters um you know some people in a sense because i don't think in this case marsh really found out that he was playing till the day before the game when Green started to pull up a bit sore. So at that point, Green was in and Marsh was still sitting on the sidelines and just helping everybody else prepare. So it does depend a bit on the personality and the character of the individual. And, and again, some of those people that we know in business or wherever, are quite some are quite structured. You know, they like every quite detailed. They like everything nicely ordered. And so to get a late caller, and, and that's kind of what I was alluding to before, may just not quite fit with their ideal preparation. doesn't mean they still can't perform, but it, 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 it runs a bit counter to the way that they would ideally go about the game, whereas somebody else, and I think Marsh probably fits into this category, um, he's the sort of guy that um, doesn't necessarily like a lot of planning, doesn't necessarily like a lot of detail, uh, and so can respond, in this case, to a, to a late call and just wants to get in and be part of the action. So, um, you know, there are a number of, of factors, I, I guess, that go into, into that. And then also, apart from the leadership, it's the rest of the group. It's the rest of the group. So, you know, Marsh, again, for him, from beneficially from his point of view, I mean, he hasn't played uh, Test matches for years, but he's been around these guys for a fair bit of time. So he's pretty comfortable... Uh, in that space, he's pretty comfortable around the team. And so it, it's not as hard as, as a complete new boy. And Murphy kind of fits into that a little bit, albeit that he obviously toured India and, um, you know, played reasonably well over there. But he's still feeling his way. He's only played, you know, a handful of first-class games. And, and so he's still feeling his way about himself, about his skills, his abilities. Um, is he good enough, in a sense, to play at this level? Albeit, as I said, he had a reasonable Indian tour. So he's still trying to find himself. And so in this test match, even though, you know, he, he batted okay, I think, um, but he's there to bowl. Picked up Stokes' wicket in the first innings, uh, key wicket at that stage. So that's a big lift for the young guy. But second innings, fourth innings of the match, if Lyon was in the team, I cannot believe that Lyon would have only bowled two overs, one over before lunch and then one over just, you know, with 20 runs or 30 runs to go. Uh, Lyon would have been injected much earlier. So, and, and that's obviously, you know, he's taken nearly 500 test wickets or whatever numbers he's taken. So he's a key bowler. But as a... Uh, a message to Murphy there is you're not, not backing me at this stage. I'm here on a replacement for Lions. The Lions is not going to play the rest of the series. And presumably I will as the number one spinner. Uh, so here's a crunch time. I didn't, you didn't go to me, albeit, you know, the, the ball bounces and a bit of swing and a bit of seam. But I cannot believe Cummins would not have gone to Lions. Quite a number of overs through the course of that inning. John, I'd like to talk to you about belief. You alluded it to a little bit there in your answer. Listening to the commentary, we've got a plethora of captains uh, doing the commentary, and 
They're all talking about belief last night. This will do Wood's belief a lot of good. And then it's all about this will give England belief going into the next test and Australia can't lose belief. It was all about belief. And I, I was just reflecting on it. We hear it a lot from the coaches we interview, this idea of the coach's belief at times needing to be stronger than the athletes. But what's going through the mind of, of uh, Coach McGrath and, and Captain Cummings as they prepare the team and they start zoning in on this, this area of belief as we head into the fourth test? Yeah, look, it, it, yeah, you hear that all the time, as you say, belief. And, and, and what does it really mean? So belief, it, it's, it's, a, it's a value that's uh, probably up on the wall or these people talk about all the time. And, and so to lose your belief, you would then see um, evidence on the field where there's indecision um, and, and there's... there's potentially poor decision. There's um, almost a sense of trying to look after yourself rather than look after your team. Um, so, you know, e.g. batting partners, um, with, a, with a lack of belief in the team, then both players are potentially trying to score runs and look after themselves and therefore their communication, their running between wickets, um, the evidence would suggest that that would become a little bit problematical. Um, not that they're trying to run each other out, but but they're just still trying to look after themselves because um, within the, the dressing room that they occupy, there's a there's a, a feeling um, that the where the game is at or where the series is at, um, we, we'll try we'll we'll try. But we really, no matter what we do, we don't think we can actually get there. Um, so therefore, risk-taking would reduce itself. Uh, what else would we see? I, I think we'd see, certainly in, in our fielding side, you'd see begin to see fumbles. You might begin to see more drop catches. You'd see um, errors with throws. Um, you'd probably see when drinks come around, a team coming to the drinks area won't be as tight um, as, as another team. Or you could sometimes see quite the reverse where, where people go into overdrive to overcompensate for this feeling. And so, you know, if it was a drinks break, then a captain might drag everybody in, call everybody in and, get in close and put your arms around each other and have some hard, harsh words or have some words and, and then and they break up and they, you know, pat each other and off they go. But within an over or two, suddenly it's descended into, again, uh, very much the, the non-verbals with, with players not moving um, as, as quickly or as freely, um, little communication and so on. So... You know, belief um, is is a is a label, but the label has has you know visible evidence. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. John, a while back, we were lucky enough to interview Peter Moores, the ex-England cricket coach. And he had this very interesting take on doubt and self-belief and how the two coexist and need to be managed. And I'll insert his, um, his thoughts here. As I started coaching and working with people, and I've coached quite a lot as a player in the winters and stuff, you look at people and I started to understand that what doubt does, doubt doesn't need anything to grow. It grows all by itself. But belief needs help. And belief is the thing that fights down. It's the enemy of it. Self-belief. So I started to think as a coach when I started to work out. The job of the coach is to help the player build self-belief. Because without self-belief, you can't play. If you don't think you can, you can't. Full stop. It's like a Ferrari without petrol. It's a great-looking car. It doesn't go anywhere. Stuck. So how does a player build belief? Well, the only way to build belief, if I look it up, is performance accomplishment. I have to do it. I can't talk about it, I have to do it. So then I'm thinking as a coach, my job as a coach is to create situations where they can do it. And if they do it and do it well, fail to start, get better and better, they'll then believe they can. John, I'd like to ask you about two players in particular who seem to be a little low on belief at the minute. And the first is David Warner. He's struggling with uh, Stuart Broad. He is continually getting out to him. And we can see his frustration visibly on the pitch. And particularly in the last match, Joe Root had changed his approach to batting and also seemed to have less confidence than before. And I'm wondering, as you prepare these two great batsmen for the next test, what do you need to do differently in order to get them back on track, to get their belief, their confidence and their game back to where it has been in the past? Well, Paul, here's, here's where the Great Coaches podcast can control the minds of all your listeners and viewers, okay? And your own mind as well. Because when I say this next phrase, okay, then you will understand that I'm in control of your mind and those of the viewers. Right, here it is. You ready? Don't think of an apple. What are you thinking of? An apple. An apple. <laughs> okay, so our minds are really constrained and controlled by negative thinking. Right? That that generally overpowers, you know, we can all always say positive thinking and do meditation, a whole range of things. <clears throat> and and they work for a little period of time. But negative thinking that it's everybody's got different words for it, the voice on your shoulder or you know, the other person in your in your brain um and so for someone like warner um it's it's it cannot be for him 
Don't think about broad. Don't think about his bowling around the wicket. Don't think about getting out, right? Because in a sense, all that will do is is the fly to the fly trap is is just lure him into that that kind of place where his mind then becomes clouded. So in other words, as soon as he sees Broad go around the wicket, one part of him saying, don't think of Broad going around the wicket, uh, etc. So all he needs at that point in time is great. You know, Broad's going around the wicket. I'm looking forward to that challenge. So he um, to, to overcome your negative thinking, most of it's done around just positive doing. You know, a good friend of mine, Phil Johnson, uh, as a performance psychologist and, and written a few books on this, we'll always talk about um, basically positive doing versus positive thinking. And so Warner uh, will actively be doing as much as he possibly can to occupy his mind pre-broad bowling to him. Then hopefully his mind is still reasonably clear by the time the ball releases that he's just got to let his um, game take over. And at the moment, I think, um, a bit like Root, I think their mind is clouded at certain times. Warner because of Broad and also because he, he doesn't and hasn't really scored heavily in England previously. And so his game, in a sense, is not suited to English conditions until he can actually get himself in. And even then, it's possibly still, you know, has a few chinks in it. Uh, however, it's, it's about getting through that first period of time. So from his point of view, it's about positive doing. And you'll see the positive doing from him then, uh, if, if, if he's going to be on his game, is it's a positive leave. Um, it's a, a, a push and then a quick run or a push and an intent to run. You know, so it's it's action, it's action, it's action. It's doing stuff that's in his control. Uh, Root, on the other hand, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in him because I think uh, without knowing him but watching him, he seems to be one of these, uh, I think, quite detailed people, quite structured in terms of getting himself prepared for a game, and uh, and then hopefully once he gets out there, he lets it he lets it roll. But um, I just wonder at the moment in his preparation, and I think Lavishan for me is probably an even better example, and then possibly Smith, um, who, whose sort of trajectory has been downward since the, the first Test match, um, is that they're overthinking their games, they're overcomplicating their games at the moment. And I, and I wonder whether Root's not doing something similar, whereas when he started the series, um, he was very clear on, on what he wanted to do, how he was going to go about it. And maybe that uh, plan, and it had worked at the beginning of the series, maybe that plan's been a little bit eroded by some good Australian bowling towards him. Um, and, and so in the process of that, He's rethinking his game so he can be more effective against the Australian bowling. But in doing so, maybe he's taken away some of the strengths that he had while he's concentrating on some of the things that he wants to fix up. And maybe Labuschagne and Smith are doing the same thing. So 
um, you know, it, it's it's an none of them have lost their skill. That's the whole point. None of them have lost their ability to bat. None of them have lost their ability to, to score big runs and, and play a whole range of shots. That hasn't gone. So what what's gone? It has to be something around their ability to make the right decisions at the right times. Um, because maybe apart from uh, Smith in this last innings, I don't know that the execution has been the, the error. I think the error has come from the thinking in the first place or that, that automatic response. And I think possibly their minds are a little bit, there's a little bit of static up there. And therefore, as they've reached into their, their menu of options, they've tended to choose the wrong option at certain times. And, and that may not necessarily have got them out, but it certainly confused them in terms of well, what do I, how do I go about it next? So anyway, they've got, you know, a period of time to go away and uh, refresh themselves and uh, just get their, the game back that they all had at the beginning of the series. And uh, if they can recapture that and then take that into the next test match, then we should see some uh, pretty interesting and entertaining batting. Again, provided that the wickets are, um, are going to allow that, which I think they probably will. John, we also interviewed Kevin Sharp, uh, an English cricket coach who coached Joe Root at uh, under-19 level, was his uh, batting coach. And then he went on, um, Kevin went on to lead Worcestershire to the T20 Championship in England. And he had an interesting view, very similar to yours, around making sure that your belief is visible in your body language, but also the mindset that's needed to deal with uh, with times when you are low on belief and perhaps low on confidence. And I'll insert uh, Kevin's views here. I mean, looking at some of the players that I've worked with, the ones who manage that best are the ones who enjoy it most, the ones who live in the moment. And it's kind of like they're enjoying being there. And they're not concerned about, there's no fear of failure. I've known players who it's almost they care too much. And if it hasn't gone to plan, it hurts too much and it lasts for too long. And they get themselves in a little bit of a tiz. I mean, I, I know I think I'm right in saying that when I talk about living in the zone and enjoying it and not been living in the past or the future, I think. Anxiety is is excellent because I think that the right level of it is allows you to be at your best. I was anxious before I came on here with you because I want to do well. I want to to give some responses to your to your questions, but I think it's healthy because it it kind of focuses the mind a bit. And once you get going, you kind of relax a little bit, and you get more and more focused. John, it's great to chat with you. Always enjoy listening to your uh, views on uh, leadership life and particularly the ashes as it unfolds. Let's see what happens in the next test and we can get you back again to figure out what's happening out there from from a player point of view and more importantly from a leadership point of view. Yes, no, looking forward to it. But it is nice, isn't it, just to have a nine days break ourselves so we can, um, you know, recharge the batteries and get ready for the, the final two. We certainly do. Thank you again for your time, John. And uh, I guess we'll look forward to hearing from you on social media and we'll, we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Paul. Pleasure. 
Hi, everyone. We hope you enjoyed listening to John's thoughts on the latest Ashes test and the links that he found between self-belief, doubt, and welcoming new players into the team. And just before we go, if you have any feedback, then please let us know. We love the interaction with people around the world who listen. All the details on how to connect with us are in the show notes or on our website, thegreatcoachespodcast.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 